Hey, 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 Robert Wookie here, um, okay, fucking penis features, whatever you want to call me, pretty dumb, dumb there at the moment, so time of year again, um, when, uh, yeah, my client died, it's not his actual anniversary at all, he died in November, November the 18th, he died, but um, it's my anniversary because this is the day that I started trying to get things shifted so I could help him in the vain hope of helping him. And uh, I was team lead. I had 27 other team members. Um, unfortunately, I had a fucking prick manager who now claims he's a hypnotist um, who can uh, cure PTSD. Um Look him up, Jason Edwards, Norwich. Look him up. Give him some give him some bloody love. Fucking He's an ex estate agent. And before that he was a supermarket manager. So fucking and I've done a psychology degree and twelve years of experience. Oh, fucking whatever. Valenated today. Everyone around me and my wife, bless her, I told her, not very politely, to leave the house. And so it's just me and a bottle of wine. And I thought I'd give you guys the actual truth about the NHS, mental health provision, and also the so-called charities that aren't there. They're multi-corporates under a guise of a charity. Does anyone know Norwich Mind had over two million in the bank when I left? Yet they're asking for fundraisers to su- to fund the um their support line. But that's a that's a byproduct. Fuck that. I was in the meetings. All they do is order in sandwiches, and fucking it's like, well, how much does that cost? And you're asking for donations to your support line, and all these. Stupid cunt managers are eating. Fuck it, it's like the man you think prawn and prawn sandwiches, and I, I was sat there just thinking this can't be right. Well, it wasn't. Turns out it wasn't because they were all a bunch of ignorant fucking bushwhackers, cunts. So yes, this is a very special day with me on my wine. It's about a poor guy who suffered from paranoid schizophrenia with psychosis. And uh, yes, he had drug issues um, and he also had alcohol issues. Who fucking wouldn't with that diagnosis? No, I fucking would. But he was the kindest, most lovely guy, you know, on the planet. He was about my age, I guess. And he died at the age of 42 in the worst possible way you could imagine. And I'm not, oh God, I haven't even got got it in me to go into that. I tried to save him, I couldn't. That's on me, that's on me. What I'm saying here is for anyone who's had a family member or a loved one or a friend, whatever it may be, going into mental health services, they are fucking shocking. 
do not do it, please. Use your family. You've got more chance of saving someone with your family than you have in these services. They are, and I was part of it. I tried my best, but when you've got dickheads up above, this guy started developing, as the anniversary says today, really severe liver complaints and um, severe bowel complaints. And I'd walk in there and his whole... He lived in a room you couldn't swing again. And his whole room... Well, he lived in a flat, basically, one of the horrible council jobbies in one of the worst places in Norwich. It's not exactly south-central LA, but it's bad. And I walked in and there's bowls of blood. You know those NHS-style bowls? The cardboardy type-looking ones, grey. They were like he'd had a leak in his roof and he was trying to, to block the leak. They were everywhere, and they were filled with blood. Literally bright red blood. And I was trying to say to him, mate, fucking, we need to get you to hospital. And he was like, I know, man, I don't feel very well. And I was just like, well, here we go. Let's just call an ambulance, and we'll, we'll go from there, yeah? And he was like, yeah, OK, Matt. And for him to be that agreeable was a miracle. So I knew it was bad because usually he'd tell me to fuck off or have a go at me or try and find me. So I called an ambulance. He got admitted. And I went back to the office. I went with him to the hospital and then I went back to the office. And I said to my manager, estate agent, hypnotist extraordinaire, an overall creepy fucking cunt, Bellend, said to him, we need to get out of here. He needs a physical care package. It's not mental health. It's not mental health. I cannot do anything. I'm not qualified. I can do his mental. I can't do his physical. And he was like, mm, leave it with me. And then, oh, I got a call just as I got home. Can you come back to the office, please? I've sorted it. So I was like, brilliant. Hopefully he's got a physical care package in place. Oh, no, no, no. Drove all the way. It took me 45 minutes to get back to the office in the hope that this guy would, would have something that he could actually um, kind of use in a positive manner. No, no, no. I got told I'd been put in for an extra six hours within a week. And I said to my little hypnotist. Mate, I don't know what I'm doing. He's dying. I think he might be dying. And he just went, well, that's what you're doing. I've arranged it with his social worker. And I'm just like, Jason, I do not know what I'm doing. This is physical. It's not mental. His schizophrenia is fucking irrelevant. Right now, you need to get him a physical healthcare package and then we'll go back in when he's stabilised. No, no, no. Because his job was all about the money. Get the contracts in. This is mine. This is mine. Get the money in. 
they're a charity. I thought you didn't get paid. I thought you got funded by donations. Oh, well, sorry. My bad. Maybe I'm just a fucking prick. So went back in. It just went. He was going into hospital, getting discharged, going into hospital, getting discharged, going into hospital, getting discharged. I said to Jason, round about the September time, which is when I started losing my fucking tiny mind, said, this is not going to end well. This guy is going to fucking die on your watch. And you're happy with that? And he just went, hmm, maybe you need some time off, mate. You seem a bit stressed. Fucking too right. I'm the one who's going in there fucking every single day of the week watching this guy die in front of me. I am slightly stressed, you arrogant little Danny LaRue prick. Jason Edwards, Norwich, hypnotherapy. Fucking fuck him up. Anyway, I digress. He is the biggest cunt because after all of this, I went downhill. My client died in late November. I went to the funeral and I turned up in a team meeting with my suit on because I was going to his funeral and to see his family that day. And all my manager said was, Oh, is this is this a wear your own clothes to work day? Well, you look rather smart. And I was like, it's Stuart's Campbell funeral. And he just went, oh, right. I take it you won't be doing the afternoon then. Fuck me. So when he died, I was in touch with his family. They were in bits, as you can well understand. He died. I'm not even, I, I can't even go there. I can't. He died. I tried, but I couldn't. And um, the inquest was like, well, well, because he died in the hospital, they got away They got away with it. If he'd have died at home, that would have been a, an actual inquest into his death. And if he'd have died there, mind, Norwich mind would be bankrupt now because the the fallout from how it happened would would have ruined them. They'd be financially bankrupt and all the wankers with it. My problem was I didn't leave it because I knew what had happened. I knew the failings. I knew the... Um, what I was fighting for. So I decided to whistleblow. Halla fucking Lulia. And that was a very slurred wine effect, but I make no apologies. People think I'm an alky. Fuck it. Instead of asking, why do you drink? Ask, why do you drink? And then you'll maybe get deeper to the fucking problem. But yeah, I whistle blew. It was absolutely pathetic. I emailed the CEO at the time, Amanda Headley, her name is. I think she's left now, funnily enough, off to South Africa on her 80k a year pension. She was the start of it. 
And she got her best friend, CEO, Rosalind Somebody, who worked for the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust, to investigate. She told me that it wasn't a whistleblowing um, thing and I should put in a personal grievance about Jason Edwards. I told her, Jason isn't my problem. The process and the actual circumstances are my problem. But, oh, no, no, no. We went down that line. Oh, my God. They banned the team, my team, 27 of them, from speaking to me at all. I was obviously off at this time because I've made a serious allegation. Without full pay, I know a fucking Aussie cunt who nicked another client's bloody sport, um, Sky Sports ID, and uh, he, he, he was on full pay for the whole time. And then he got his job back because they couldn't get him because it was technicality, because it was a free Wi-Fi. But anyway, I digress again. Brendan Rogers, fucking scum convict Aussie cunt. But yeah, other than that, fucking did the whole thing. Tried to, tried to just fight for his family and him. And I got nailed every step of the way. Every step of the way. It even got to a point where they quoted my wife's suicide attempt in 2017 after we lost our baby to me having PTSD. Um, But then why did you promote me to team leader two and a half years later if you knew I was damaged goods? Doesn't make sense. That appeared in an official report. And then, oh my God, it just went on and on and on. They stopped my pay. They stopped me talking to my team. They said, my team, if you if you contact Matt, you're disciplinary straight away. So I was isolated, which is, as a mental health organisation, fucking genius. That's a good way to treat someone. I got no counselling. I had to pay it privately. But I only had four sessions and then mine got involved and said we'll pay for six. And then I had two more and then they cut it. And I couldn't afford it because it was like 100 quid an hour. And they're already shitting themselves thinking we have fucked up here badly. I went to a back-to-work meeting. They called it a back-to-work meeting with my my manager, Sonia Chilvers. She calls herself something else these days. Look, that cleaning lady bitch up. And, oh, my God, the most incompetent HR manager ever. She'd been her Claire Bradbury. Look her up as well. Fucking bint. She'd been heard. I witnessed her saying this in an upper manager's meeting. Not for the minions. I was there just to make up numbers, I think. She said, my job here is not to protect the workers, it's to protect the reputation of Norwich Mind. And I just did a double take. That was the only interesting thing I took out of that whole debacle when they're munching on their fucking little paid-for platter and asking for funds. 
Is that right? They ambushed me in this meeting. Say, oh Matt, what have you what have you been putting on Facebook lately? Just like not a lot. I've been bearing in mind I've been off six months. Just like things how I feel. And what what may they be? I was just like, well, just just music really that um sort of explains how I'm feeling. Fair enough, it was protecting eight by Wu Tang Clan. And I was just like, yeah, just uh, that's that's the way it is. And she was like, really? Could you elaborate? And I was like, really? No, I can't, Claire. You're a fucking dried up old bint. I can't anymore. And they're just, she was like, I, I just said, show me the evidence. Show me the evidence of what you've got on me. This isn't a back-to-work meeting. This is a witch hunt. You're protecting that shit hypnotist who wouldn't get a job at Skegness over me, who's clinically trained and was risk-assessing. And, oh, my God. And so after that meeting, I stormed out. I called them both. I will admit that. I called them both a bunch of fucking bellends. And I fucking said if I ever saw them again, I'd do something nasty. And I slammed the door. And I went, and then they wouldn't leave me alone after that. They were so terrified of wrongful death due to incompetence and negligence, which it was, let's all face it, it was, that um, they kept threatening me afterwards. I got an email about my, I'd resigned. I'm nothing to do with them. I'd left it. I got an email from the CEO, Amanda Headley, H-E-D-L-E-Y, saying, we've heard you've been contacting a client through information you've stolen from one of our laptops. And I replied saying, your laptops can't even produce a fucking word because you're such cheap stakes. Maybe it's called the Yellow Pages. And then they tried to get me to sign a non-disclosure. Even though that, I wasn't after money, I was after justice. But they tried to get me to sign a non-disclosure form. Threatening me with civil action because I was besmirching their good name. And I just said, no, fuck off, I'll see you in court. Never heard another thing. So there you go. Do not trust Mental health services. Frontline workers are amazing. You go up and up, fucking don't trust them. Anyway, just my little pissed up anniversary fucking, I've fucked everyone off rant. But I do genuinely love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.